Yo, today's QOD is when you judge another person, you don't define them. You define yourself as someone who needs to judge. Here we go. of the day show i'm your host sean croxton of seancroxton.com it's throwback thursday and we are turning back that clock all the way to episode number 260 and our feature speaker dr wayne w dyer today dr dyer is dropping all kinds of wisdom i highly recommend you listen to this one over and over and over and over again until it penetrates your subconscious mind but he talks about what it means to reach something called mystical consciousness but my favorite part is toward the very end where he talks about judgment and what it means about you, what it means about me, what it means about us when we judge. What does it mean about who we are in that moment? Here's Dr. Dyer. Rumi had a teacher. His teacher's name was Shams. Rumi loved Shams. He wrote a lot of his poetry to this great teacher of his. Very little of Shams' poetry survived, whereas much of Rumi's did over the last 800 or so years. But one of them that did survive was this, just an observation that he made. I, you, me, he, she, they, These are distinctions which do not exist in the garden of the mystics. There's no I, there's no you, there's no me, there's no he, there's no she, there's no they, not in the garden of the mystics. When you're able to live at this level of mystical consciousness or mystical awareness, phenomenal things begin to happen again in your life. When you see yourself as connected Connectedness, no one, no one does anything alone on this planet. You can't get up one morning and have one meal without the help of millions and millions of people. Somebody has to grow that food, somebody has to process it, somebody has to inspect it, somebody has to put it in automobiles and trucks and drive it to market and somebody has to build those automobiles, and somebody has to go to work, and those people don't go to work without any clothes on. Somebody's got to dress those people and design those clothes that they wear and inspect the clothes that they wear. Somebody's got to grow the rubber trees to get the tires to go on the trucks. And I mean, I could do this for the next hour and a half. (laughs) And this is just so that you can have a scrambled egg in the morning, to say nothing of the chicken. and the feed, and the chicken coop, and the people who do it, and the hose, and the endless amount of things that go into all of this, all of us are connected. Another way of giving this lesson is from a great poet from the wisdom of the ages. His name was John Donne. And he wrote something that you'll find very familiar. 
It goes like this. It's from Devotions Upon Emergent Occasions. Meditation number 17. Sounds obscure, doesn't it? It's not. 16th century. We're talking the 1500s now. John Donne. No man is an island. Entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. If a clod be washed away by the sea, Europe is the less. As well as if a promontory were, as well as if a manner of thy friends or thine own were, any man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind and therefore never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Every act of evil in the world that takes place, there's a bell tolling saying this child was harmed, this person was shot, these soldiers were killed. You hear the bells tolling, they toll for you. They toll for all of us. That's mystical consciousness. When Christ was on a cross and a soldier threw a spear into him to have him suffer even more and torture him in his crucifixion, he said, forgive them, Father. And then he said, for they know not what they do. In my interpretation of those words, for they know not what they do, is this. They don't understand that when they throw a spear into me, they're throwing it into all of humanity. For I am in the Father, and the Father is in you, and you are in me. And that's really the message of virtually all spiritual literature and all spiritual teaching, is this awareness that there's a connection. There's something that connects each and every one of us. And what you have to do in order to reach this mystical level, become a mystic, if you will, and then experience what Patanjali talked about in the section on inspiration. As you reach mystical consciousness, you have to begin to see yourself as connected, but you have to also act upon that. When you send a child into his room or her room and tell them, I don't want to talk to you, you are not establishing a connection, you're establishing a disconnection, even though it's easier to do that. When you freeze somebody else out that you love in your relationships because you're not getting along and you refuse to talk, some people do this in relationships for days and weeks and months. They just won't talk. They establish a disconnect. What you do is you create what William Blake called a poison tree. And making that shift means opening up lines of communication, allowing others to be what they are and being willing to share, even if you have to hold the hand of this person you're most angry with and let them know, 
I don't like what you're saying. I don't know if I can stand what you're saying, but I'm here with you. I am connected. And then as we begin to do this, not so much in our individual lives, we begin to practice this in our group lives as well. And we begin to have less hatred and less judgment. You see, when you judge another person, you don't define them. You define yourself as someone who needs to judge. That's a very important knowing to have. You don't get to define me with your judgment. I am defined by that which I process, what level of consciousness I live at, and how I act and conduct my life. That's what defines me. When you judge me in any way, or disconnect yourself from me in any way, you define yourself as someone who needs to judge. Let me share this poem with you. One of my favorites by one of my all-time favorite poets. His name is William Blake. William Blake was considered to be the ultimate weirdo <laughs> in his lifetime. He was writing poetry at the time of the American Revolution and the French Revolution. William Blake wrote one poem that I included in here that I think is very relevant in terms of opening up your communication in your life and feeling more connected to yourself, your soul, to your soulmates, to your family, to your community, to your country, to your universe, to God. It goes like this. It's called a poison tree. And this is exactly what you erect when you feel yourself separate from rather than connected to. I was angry with my friend. I told my wrath, my wrath did end. I was angry with my foe, I told it not, my wrath did grow. And I watered it in fears, night and morning with my tears, and I sunned it with smiles and with soft, deceitful wiles. And it grew both day and night till it bore an apple bright, and my foe beheld it shine and he knew that it was mine. And into my garden stole when the night had veiled the pole. In the morning glad I see my foe outstretched beneath the tree. Poison, a poison tree. That's what we grow when we stop the connection. All right, that was Dr. Wayne Dyer on a Throwback Thursday. His website is waynedyer.com. As always, I highly recommend his book, The Power of Intention. It's one of my favorite books of all time. It is really, really good. You can pick that up at qodbooks.com as well as your local bookstores. If you want to hear today's entire talk, it's a big old audio program by Dr. Wayne called Applying the Wisdom of the Ages. You can find that at nightingale.com as well as audio. I'm out. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.